0: Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Game Train podcast. I'm Callan Davison and joining me this evening is not Carl or anyone, it's just me. That's right, Carl is having another week off because he's been singing in the snow. So he's got a bit of frostbite around the old lungs there. So hopefully he gets a bit better soon and uh, yeah, he'll jump back in. Probably not next week either as well because uh, reasons which I'll get to later on. But let's... Jump into this week's episode. This week I'm going to be talking all the latest news. I'll be reviewing Gears 5 on the Xbox One, and I'll be going through my own lame love and hype trains for this week. So uh, let's smash into the news. Nintendo have shown off a trailer for that weird ring thing they showed off the other day. It is called Ring Fit. It is this weird circle thing that you hold and you do exercises with. So you put your Joy-Con into the ring that you hold, and also you put one on your leg in a leg strap. And it they're showing it off that you play through this adventure game by doing exercises. So to move your character, you have to jog on the spot to fight enemies. You might have to do squats or sit-ups, it, things like this. So it looks kind of interesting for people that want to try and get fit while playing games. So it's called Ring Fit. And it is out the 18th of October this year on the Nintendo Switch. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is coming out the 20th of January 2020. And it's now been revealed that the game will go all the way up to the Boo Saga, which I'm really excited about. First, I thought it was only going to go to the Freezer Saga. Then they showed Cell Saga footage. So I'm happy that it's going all the way to the end of Dragon Ball Z. And I'm actually getting quite hyped for this game now. I'm very excited for this. So... Bring on January 20th. Also, Final Fantasy VII Remake got a new trailer. And this game looks epic. I cannot wait for this game. This trailer looks amazing. I was so excited when I saw it. It's got all the Turks in there. It's got Sephiroth in there. Cloud, Tifa, Aerith. All, all the gang. It just, ah, it, it just made me really excited for the game. I'm super hyped for this game now. It is out in March. 2020 on the PlayStation 4 and I just cannot wait to get stuck into this remake of an absolute classic RPG. Much to everyone's excitement, Super Nintendo games have been added to Nintendo Switch Online. That's right. They are going to stop probably putting Nintendo games on there and just going to go with SNES from now on. So they've added 20 games including classics like Super Mario World and I think Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid etc. uh, Link to the Past, go check it out because, yeah, awesome games, great little system to be able to play all that on your Switch, on the go, very exciting stuff. Xenoblade Chronicles 1 is also coming to the Switch, so Xenoblade Chronicles 2 fans, go check that out because uh, the second was quite good, but the first one came out years ago on, I think, uh, on the Wii U or the Wii, and yeah, it's finally getting ported to the Switch, so that's exciting for uh, Xenoblade fans out there. And also, Capcom have announced a new Resident Evil game. It is called Project Resistance, and it is a team based shooter game. So, the Left for Dead style sort of game, and that's going to be out next year. So, that's a different way the series is going. I was a bit disappointed not to see a Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil 3 remake announcement, but I guess we'll have to just wait and see on them. But for this week, that's the news. <laughs> Okay, so the games I have been playing. So I checked out Control, which is a game that came out the other week. It is developed by Remedy and published by 505 Games. It is a third-person action-adventure game where you play as this lady and you're in this government building, but it's its kind of own reality in this building, think something like The Matrix in a way. And you can, um, you, you sort of got to solve what's going on in the building and you're trying to track down your brother who's gone missing, um, guns, etc., shoot enemies, but that you also get these powers as well as so you get like a really quick dash. You can, um, manipulate objects by like sort of picking them, picking them up levitation style and throwing them across the room at enemies and, and things like this. So it's like a bit of a mystery to the game. There's a little bit of story involved, It it plays all right. Like, I've enjoyed it. I'm not very father. I'm only on Chapter 4. I know Carl's finished it, which surprised me because Carl doesn't finish games anymore. He's just like, oh, I got up to, like, the fourth chapter and I stopped playing. You know, this sort of thing all the time. So, it's actually nice to see that he actually rolled credits on something this year for once. And I think it is leading his game of the year contenders. So, for him, he he loved it. Me, not so much, but I'm not all the way through it yet. As I said, I'm only on Chapter 4. But it's been a fun experience so far. So if you're looking for, like, an interesting game that's about 12-ish hours long, Kyle said, go check out Control. That's out on most major platforms now, except for Switch, I think. Other than Control, I have been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. yet again. I love this game. I've been doing a lot of crafting. All my crafting is level over level 50 now, which is the A Realm Reborn sort of max limit. Well, it goes all the way up to 80 for Shadowbringers, but I'm not that far yet. And I'd been sort of just waiting for Carl to come back from his holiday so we could continue the game. And I was just sort of s- stuffing around, just crafting things, really. And I, it's a great crafting system; I love it. But I was getting a bit bored once I hit everything to 50. But then Carl's like, "Actually, go on your way, go do your thing." So he's let me off the leash, and I am just blasted through the rest of the A Realm Reborn content. I finished it off. Um, today and yeah, look, it was good. It got better as the game went on. The story has a nice conclusion for the first part of the game. And I'm very excited to eventually get into the next expansion, which is Heaven's Ward. But I have to get through the quests that people call the Horrible 100, which is 100 quests that sit between A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Ward. So yeah, I've just started that. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes with that. It's a long slog. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of excited for the journey, but at the same time, I just want to get onto the more fun content. So we'll see how that goes over the next couple of weeks, because there's a lot of games now coming out, so I won't have as much time on Final Fantasy 14. but I'll keep you guys updated on how my journey through the Horrible 100 is going, and if I eventually get through it to the Heavensward expansion, which is supposed to be the best expansion in the whole thing. So I want to get there to experience that story, try out some of the other classes that you unlock when you get there, continue my crafting adventures. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. But that's pretty much the games I've been playing the last couple of weeks, just Control and Final Fantasy Fourteen. So yeah, Carl, I know, has been playing, I think Tetris has got an update, so he's very excited for that again. But, you know, him and his Tetris games. But, anyway, let's roll into the shout-outs. So, big exciting news from Game Train. I published this on the site the other week, but thought I'd bring it up here as well, that I am hosting a panel at PAX Australia this year. On the 12th of October, on the Saturday, at 11am, you'll find me in the EB Live Theatre. I'm hosting a panel with four guys that worked at... The Sega Hotline back in the '90s, so it should be a lot of fun. Tim Gadler, I have interviewed for this podcast before, but yeah, he'll be there with his three old co-workers, and yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this. Asking them what it was like to work there, their thoughts and opinions on how the industry's changed, all these sorts of things. So, it should be it should be a bit of fun. So, if you are going to PAX Australia this year, come come check it out. It's on Saturday, 11 a.m. in the EB Live Theater. I'll be there, doing this doing the thing. Should be cool. Also, Carl and I are jumping on to this charity as well, Generosity. We're going to be doing a bit helping out with them around PAX as well. So, I think Carl's going to be doing some stage stuff. I think I'm doing some editing, maybe some stage stuff. I don't know. It depends on what they need me to do. So, yeah, keep an eye out for us doing that. They'll be all streamed on Twitch as well. Uh, we'll put links up on the Facebook website, you know, Game Train podcast, facebook.com, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, go check that out if you are around. And also, as always, we are going to shout out Gaming Australia again. This is a Facebook community group of gamers from Australia. You can find them on Facebook. Just type Gaming Australia into the search bar. You'll see the little green logo pop up. Jump in, join, have a chat with people. You know, it's quite fun. So, yeah, go check all that out. But now uh, let's roll into the Gears 5 Review. You find what you're looking for? Yeah. And now we need to kill it. I'm not gonna lie, it's real ugly out there. Down! No! Can we watch each other's backs? Like always. Okay. So, with the Gears 5 review, I'm only. Re- going to talk about the single-player parts of the game, because I actually haven't played the multiplayer portions yet. I've been hunting for people to play with, but no one wants to play, so I'm just like all by myself. Sad. But I will talk about the single-player of the game, which I've done. i finished the game, you know, so let's get into it. Gears 5 is developed by The Coalition and published by Xbox Game Studios. It is I think the 6th or 7th in the series, because I think there was another game, Gears Judgment or something, years ago, etc. But yeah, this is Gears 5. It's picking up from where Gears 4 left off. You'll be playing as Kate through this game, the newcomer to the series, uh, which is sort of a different sort of spin on things, playing, I think that's the first time you've played as a female in a Gears game. I'm not entirely sure on that. You might have been one of the expansions, etc. But yeah, so you're following her story, And sort of tracking down her lineage. Because at the end of 4, she has a pendant with a locust symbol on it. And the locust symbol, yeah, is bad. So you're trying to figure out, you know, why she's got this pendant. What what it all means. What's her connection to the locust. Who are the bad guys in this game. And yeah, it sort of goes on from there. not going to go into any other story details. Because I don't want to spoil anything. Because this time, the Coalition's put a lot of effort into the story of the game. Like, you can just tell. It's just, the story's been really slicked up. It feels great and yeah, but let's get into the graphics, it is a great looking game, it is one of the best looking games on Xbox you can get at the moment, like, I'm playing on a 1080p TV, but even then, it still looked fantastic, like, it ran at 60 frames a second, everything looked crisp and clear, uh, yeah, it was, it was super great, like, I... Yeah, I got a lot out of it. It was it was really, really nice looking game. It does remind me almost of look of like how Uncharted 4, etc. looks like just super spot on with everything. Again, it's the traditional Gears game where you are in a squad of two to four people. It is a cover system based game. So you are hiding behind cover, shooting at the enemy. You get a ray of guns throughout the game. You know, your good old Lancer weapon that's always been in the Gears games. Plus there's some new extras, etc., um, I think there's like a grenade launcher on one of the lancers now as well, which is quite cool. Also, you've got the robot Jack following you around this time. And the newest thing with him is that you can actually upgrade him throughout the game. So he gets different abilities throughout the game. He gets like shields he can put up for you. He can make you invisible. He can make you super strong. He, yeah, all, he can um, stop the enemy in their tracks with like ice and light, um, you know, lightning, etc. So, yeah, and you get like little. Oh, what is it? It's like little components that you upgrade him with throughout the game and you can make his skills better. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's a nice little spin on things that there is a little side upgrade system in the Gears game, which there really hasn't kind of been before, I don't think. I don't think there wasn't for which I played through, but yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. But the biggest change to it actually was that the game has been very much a corridor shooter that you go from Room to room, area to area shooting enemies. But this time they actually added in some open world elements. So in a couple of the chapters in the game, you get on this skiff and you're pretty much given free reign to either go to the objective or just travel around and explore. And you can find let like, down planes and old wreckages, old abandoned buildings. You can go in there and find upgrades, kill enemies, bit of extra story stuff. You don't have to do it, it's all optional, but it was nice to see that semi-open world that um Uncharted had, God of War had.
1: I like it. It it
0: mixes those games up, like just like Uncharted and God of War, which were corridor-like games. It's cool that they added this area into it where you can go for a bit of an exploration. And they've done that in Gears. I think it worked quite well. The skiff is fun to cruise around on. You actually didn't find any enemies on the skiff, even though it's got like guns, etc. That was a little strange. I was hoping for like you know chase sequence on the skiff with something you gotta shoot I don't know I think that would have been fun but yeah I hope they do it like because there will be a gear 6 the way the game ends go you know it's going to go into another game and ends on kind of a cliffhanger uh so I'm hoping with gear 6 they explore this open world areas a bit more again maybe add a bit more to it because it was the worst thing about the open world bits was it was a little barren that you just go around to the edges of the map pretty much find these areas of things to go explore rather than like a nice full detailed area that you could just widely explore. There just wasn't enough out there for me to to go check out but it's cool you know like it's a new way of them trying something new and I hope they bring it back for Gears 6 and just expand on that even further. But, yeah, it was, an, it was a nice change to the normal Gears formula. Alright, so, um, yeah, look, it was a really enjoyable game. I, I, it's a pretty game. It ran well. The story was cool. And uh, I'm going to give it 9 out of 10. Ah, you remember me? Now's the fun part, bitch. Okay, we're coming to the end of this short Game Train episode. We're just doing a short one this week because it is just me. And, yeah, you know, Kyle will be back when Kyle is back, as Kyle does Kyle things. But, you know, as always, you can find us at facebook.com slash gametrainpodcast. We're on Instagram at gametrainpodcast. We're on Twitter. I've been doing a lot more twittering, tweeting, et these days. Jump on Twitter. We're at Game Train talk follow us on there you've got over 250 followers on Twitter now which is nice and yeah get involved in the conversation on there but um let's finish off the episode as always with the lame love and hype trains and first up is the lame train okay my lame train this week is again my co-host Carl. he goes away for a week leaves me I'm like okay that's cool you know Waited for him to come back. I'm like, yeah, let's record an episode. He's like, oh, my voice is all broken from the snow. Oh, boo-hoo, Carl. I'm like, okay, cool. How about we record an episode next week, Carl? Oh, no, I'm moving house, he says. Oh, cool, thanks, Carl. No, I'm just messing with him. But, yeah, he's my lame train this week. Uh, He's busy with a lot of stuff at the moment. But, yeah, I'll uh, get on to what's happening next week after this because I'm actually going to do another episode next week, which I'm kind of excited to be doing. But yeah, Carl is my land train this week for just being Carl and Carl things. All right, on to the love train. All right, on to the love train, and my love train again is Final Fantasy Fourteen. I've been enjoying this MMO so much, like I'm just very, I'm not involved in it. I actually jumped on World of Warcraft Classic, went played it for five minutes, went nope was out again like it wasn't my thing anymore final fantasy i'm enjoying the journey i'm interested to see what the story goes and i've just really been loving the game again so it's been sort of my time out game for myself for the moment which has been quite good for me I've, I've been enjoying my time with it and now let's roll into that hype train hype train Ooh. All right, so my hype train this week was going to be Borderlands 3, which is out this Friday. I'm kind of excited for it. I played it at the Melbourne Esports Open the other week, which was pretty cool. I had a 15-minute demo. Played fine. Was going to be my hype train until I saw the Final Fantasy 7 Remake trailer. Oh my gosh, Final Fantasy 7 is one of my favorite games of all time. When I heard they were doing a remake, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, that could be cool. And then they're like, oh, part one's Midgar only, and I was like, sad face. And I wasn't as hyped anymore that they're doing it in multiple parts. We're only going to be in Midgar for the first part somehow. They're going to stretch it into a 30 to 40 hour game. That's all this trailer, and my hype just went through the roof. They had the Turks there, as I mentioned earlier. They... It, it just it just looks so damn awesome, this trailer. It's really hard to explain it, but I was very excited when I saw this trailer. Even though it's only set in Midgar, I'm still super hyped for it. I'm interested to see how they do set it over 30 hours, or whatever they want to do it as, and how they'll do a part two, and where part two will go in the storyline, etc. But yeah, that Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer. It's all about that this week for me, so super excited about that. But that brings me to the end of this episode, and as I alluded to before, Carl won't be on next week's episode. We are going to do one next week, Borderlands 3 review, so the new looter shooter, which I will be checking out later tonight, but it looks like I'm going to have a special guest co-host next week, is Mrs. Lelante, who has been on the Game Train podcast with me before, so I'm excited to have her on there next week in place of Carl, so it should be a lot of fun. So... Check that out next week, but yeah, this is uh, episode 66 of the Game Train Podcast, signing out.